who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team, and now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. Who wants to go on an adventure? I know I do. If you do too, head on over to Joffrey's.com and get their newest coffee, Artifact Blend. This coffee was inspired by Tiffin's restaurant over at the Animal Kingdom. This coffee has the world's oldest blend of Ethiopian and spicy java beans. It has intense aroma balanced with fruit and floral notes. Ladies and gentlemen, I went on an adventure this morning and it kept me going all day long. If you're ready for an adventure, head on over to joffreys.com and get their newest coffee, Artifact. Hi, this is Mike Brissell, voice of Living with the Land and the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy your Grand Circle Tour of Tomorrowland with the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Hey guys, it's Pat here. Quick little show note here. Stitch is really angry, and I mean really angry. Now I get it, his ride closed down. I get it, his ride is no longer a ride and now it's a meet and greet. And I also understand that every week we go to, you know, right across the way to Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor for our opening. And he said, I'm pretty much going to take out all my anger on the Mickey Dudes this week. So with that being said, you may hear a skip here. You may hear a little garble here, garble there. It's just Stitch messing with us. Hopefully he gets all his anger out this week and he's not with us next week. You know, and he understands, we still love you, Stitch. I have Ohana on my wrist. Ohana means family. So, Stitch, we love you. Hopefully, one day soon, we will see each other, give each other a hug. But until then, I got to head over to Monsters, Inc. Lab Floor and get the show rolling. Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. It's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to the latest and greatest episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I am your host, Pat Chinetti, joined tonight by my co-host extraordinaire, Dave Koch. It seems like it's been forever since we've been together, and you know what? I kind of missed our snuggly cuddle time. And I've been missing saying Debbie was sick, so the union sent me, because I've been forced to host, and I hate hosting. I know. Go figure it. A host that hates to host. Hmm. 
I'd rather have this conversation and just let it flow with you guys, you know? It just feels more natural. When it hosts, I just feel all over the place. You just need to let it flow, let it flow. No, exactly. No. Oh. <laughs> I'll give it to you. Why not? All right, cool. From the World Series champions, the Houston Astros, Jeff Williams. <laughs> Man, you just jinxed us. No, I, I know. See, here's the thing. We're, we're, we're recording before actually the World Series took place, but this will probably out either before, right, like in the middle of the World Series, or right after, so I could look like a genius, or I just put a jinx on a Yankees fan, so boo ass. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're going to sweep, so it's, it probably will go out, so we're good. Oh, wow. Um, nice. <laughs> anyway, Talk it's all good. Offense. It's all good. Yeah, I was telling you guys earlier, uh, we got home late last night, uh, you know, and... We were so tired, we just went straight to bed, and we knew the Astros won, but we just conked out. And my daughter, my teenage daughter, uh, not teenage, adult daughter, was asked us, did you guys hear all the screaming and fireworks last night? She's obviously not a baseball fan, so she didn't know what the heck was going on. So it, there was a big celebration, let me tell you. So we'll keep it to a short show, and we'll just talk about stuff that we look forward to upcoming weeks, months, dare we say years. So I think we'll go around the table tonight, and we'll discuss something we are looking forward to the most. Sound good? Yeah, why not? I guess so. Okay. Anyway. Hey, Jeff, since this was your idea, what are you looking forward to down in Walt Disney World? Oh, my gosh. So... I don't know if everybody heard the announcement of this new virtual reality concept coming to down, uh, D- downtown Disney, otherwise known as Disney Springs. Uh, it's coming in downtown Disney and Disneyland. That's why I was going to say downtown Disney. But both coasts are getting this experience. And it's this company called Void. And what they have done is they partnered with Lucasfilm. And they have a history, a recent history of creating these. And I'm going to just quote this straight from Wikipedia so I don't screw it up. Uh, they use do a mixed reality entertainment attractions, and that's that's kind of what their bread and butter is. And if you ever you can YouTube this, and it's pretty pretty amazing. But what they're doing is a Star Wars based virtual reality mixed reality experience called Secrets of the Empire. Uh, more details have trickled out over the last months. Uh, I know now it's thirty bucks. Uh, it's coming. Uh, Actually, it's thirty four seventy five. Oh person. yeah, okay. There you go. Yes, because I have my tickets already. You jerk. So <laughs> that's the thing. Here's here's what's bumming me out. We're going Thanksgiving, and it's coming right after we leave. So um, anyway, so it's I'm pumped. I'm glad Dave's doing it because I really want to get some firsthand knowledge of, of this brand new experience. The other versions, Dave, did you do the one in New York City at all? Ghostbusters theme or? No, actually, I didn't even know such a thing existed. I know, isn't that crazy? I didn't either until I researched this. So when the new Ghostbusters came out, they did a the similar experience in New York City uh, using uh, through Madame Tussauds' whack deal. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was a big event, uh, apparently. But what what gets me is, and when we think virtuality, we think just slap some goggles on and, and hey, this is wild. No, this is literally you are slapping goggles on. You're slapping a complete 
harness and uh, thing that like a backpack chest thing um, and then possibly carrying things that have little sensors on them so you can feel like you're carrying possibly who knows what I'm hoping please uh, there's some kind of a uh, lightsaber involved but long story short you are walking through a, a, a space and they have all these interactive spaces that you walk through with a team of people and so you see your team and you're looking around and you're, you're interacting um, the other thing that I didn't see coming was how they're going to change the temperatures like heat and cold uh, obviously I mean, anything's open like spritzing you with water uh, that's I've heard they've done that a few times with these this void company um, so th this is quite possibly going to be one of the uh, the new frontiers we're, we're talking about here because you know, companies uh, like Disney can only do so much uh, with equipment and giant, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars of, of uh, uh, infrastructure where they could just maybe create one of these experiences and you could walk around and, and it could be quick and, and it can be uh, updatable and, and dynamic and, and it can change to the newest movie and what whatever. So we'll see. Uh, I'm excited about it. Um, there's there's actually a trailer about it online. You can watch it on YouTube. So uh, it looks pretty cool. I I hope it sticks around a little while, a little bit longer than just Christmas, so uh, I can actually experience it. So I'm glad Dave's getting to do it. Yeah, I'm going to be doing it in January during the marathon weekend because for some stupid reason. I'm supposed to be uh, doing this thing called the Dopey Challenge that uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to finish yet, so at least I might be coming home very uh, dejected that trip, so in this case, at least I'll have one nice memory from that visit. Um, you know, I, 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 there's, so many, there's so many comments right now for Dave and Dopey, but we're just going to move on and not even go there. Um, one thing that's really cool about this new virtual reality thing that's coming to Disney Springs is the idea that you don't need a park ticket for this. So as Dave said, what was it, 34 75 Dave, something like that? Yes. Yeah, oh, for 34 or 35 bucks, you know, that's, that's a lot cheaper than a, a park ticket you know, for a day. So I think, I think it's going to be pretty well received because, again, anybody that you know, doesn't want to spend a full day at a park, now you can go to Spring, get some great meals, you can eat, you can drink, and then if you're not drunk when doing that, that probably wouldn't work out too well. Though. I have a little bit of an issue with it. Here we go. Well, here's the thing. As great as it is, it's really not accessible to many people because from my understanding, they have 30-minute uh, time slots. And because of the actual physical plant that the uh, virtual reality center is in, only four people at a time can participate. So I literally bought three tickets when I had it. And I had advertised to friends on Facebook that I'm going to be doing this at 5 o'clock on Friday. I believe it's the 4th uh, or some, or the 5th. And uh, I basically said, anybody else want to uh, join in, pick up a ticket, do it with me. And a couple of uh, friends wanted to do it, and they wanted more than one ticket. And it was saying that there's only one ticket left. So it ended up that... Uh, our amazing listener and friend of the show, Florence Porter, bought the ticket for her husband, and I uh, hopefully might be able to pull some strings and get her into the event too, because 
one of my tickets is a suspect at the moment if the person's going to want to do the actual virtual reality. So if not, I'm definitely going to offer it to her. But I just kind of feel that with something like this, it sold out really quickly. It's something that you're kind of dangling in front of everybody's uh, nose. And now it's probably sold out to who knows when at this point because tickets went really quickly for it. So I just kind of wish that more people had access to this. Wow, I didn't even know it was sold out. That's I, Yeah, that's amazing. It's just I'm just assuming that it's sold out given the popularity of Star Wars and the fact that only four people can do it yeah. at a time. It just... Reason would have it with Walt Disney World, the way crowds have been. I'm just basically going out on a limb here and assuming that something like this would be a very popular draw and probably is sold out at the moment. Now you're going to get a bunch of people jump you and grab your ticket when you show up. That's on my cell phone, so... So they'll jump you with your cell phone. Yeah. Well, I'll make sure I have find my iPhone on at that point. <laughs> oh, jeez. Alright, so let's move on. Dave, what are you looking forward to? One of the things I'm really looking forward to this year is uh, the new Christmas entertainment that's coming to Sunset Boulevard in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Uh, my understanding is they're going to be using the Tower of Terror as a backdrop for some projection shows having to do with all of uh, Disney's Christmas offerings. And part of me is excited about that, but another part of me, I understand why they would use the uh, Tower of Terror because it has enough space. But given its current guise of what the, what the theming is at the moment, I'm still a little bit spectacle, not spe- uh, skeptical of how uh, they're going to create this spectacle on something that looks old and dilapidated and really doesn't uh, go with the Christmas theme. So part of it's a curiosity. Part of it is just the fact that it's the end of October at the moment and Disney hasn't uh, really made any announcements on um, the time frame of this uh, show like what time it's actually going to be running and kind of leaving people who meticulously plan their Christmas trips like me completely in the dark at the moment and it's just really frustrating because every day I check Disney Parks blog and nothing has come up yet I, I when I heard this the first time too about the whole Tower of Terror becoming Christmassy I was a little bit skeptical myself but i think it's going to be hysterical no matter what they do if they just put a big choose it as a big projection screen and they just put christmas stuff on it just the the sheer irony of it or there's the just the difference of what it really is would be would be okay in my book i think you know we can't take it way too seriously and we have to make sure that we understand that you know it's all meant in fun and i think i think it would be all right all right well i'm what i'm looking forward to and it's kind of one of those things that came out of nowhere today i was listening as I, as i'm making the artifact blend uh from joffrey's i i put on um the, the music in our kitchen and we put on michael buble and yes i'm a michael buble fan so everybody be quiet so am i but well at least you're not a yanni fan like uh joseph oh oh god i forgot about that i completely forgot about that sorry i am a huge yanni fan i love yanni dude go, go yeah i have no problem with yanni I had a Yanni CD before Yanni was even cool. But anyway. Uh, <laughs> hey, everybody's learned a little bit of something about Pat. He's really out there. Strange. 
But anyway, so back to my Michael Bublé story. Um, it was a weird, really, turnaround. Um, so I'm making the Jeffrey thing, and all of a sudden, a random song came on. It was a song, and all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god. It just, something hit me where it sounded like Christmas too, and I'm like, I can't wait for Christmas. It's not Thanksgiving. It's not Halloween. It's not even anywhere near those things yet. And all of a sudden, I want Christmas. So I really was like, I want to, I want to go down for Christmas. Granted, I won't be. But the thing I look forward to the most is the Epcot International Festival of the Holidays. Um, this year, 19th through December 30th. And again, I, I think the time that I was down there a long, long, long time ago, the park or the park that I enjoyed the most during the holidays was definitely Epcot. I think the idea of the each country having their own um, depiction of how they celebrate is awesome. But at the same point in time, now they added the little kitchens to it. So you get the food. I think the candlelight processional is just getting bigger and bigger with, you know, more and more stars to, you know, do the reenactment. I think it's an amazing park to be at during the holidays. And, you know, now I can't wait for people to go and send pictures so I can see it. I wonder if they're going to have full-size meals at the uh, kiosk again or if they're going to do tapas style like they do at every other festival because they gave a lot of food last year and I think in some ways it kind of took away from it because I think if they gave less portions and brought their prices down a little bit, people would treat it as another food and wine. Yeah, and I and I think that's probably something they're going to look, look at. Um, and maybe that's why they added the festival this year. So it's just like everything else. I don't know. All right, Jeff, up to you. Uh, what else are you looking at the coming future? We've got a little bit more detail at the Epcot, Epcot 35 uh, event about the new theme, space-themed restaurant coming. Um, it's it's going to be pretty uh, immersive as well. And I think, well, I don't think I know that it, a lot of the technology they're going to be implementing in this restaurant is going to roll over into the Star Wars Hotel. So I guess that means this one's coming next. But uh, Plus, also, this restaurant's going to be run by the Patina Group. So you know, they, they do many restaurants at Disney World. So um, it's not going to be a, a big a big gamble for, for Walt Disney or Disney Company itself because they're going to be a little help uh, implementing this restaurant. So uh, it, it'll be interesting. It'll be fun. Uh, be kind of a, a unique experience. I'm sure it'll be packed as well <laughs> early on. So um, yeah, that's going to be a pretty, pretty sweet deal. That If you look at any pictures online, it's, they show 360 uh, views of space while you're eating. Now, I don't know if it's going to be spinning. I can't get a confirmation of that, but uh, who knows? Maybe it'll be a slow spinning thing as well. Um, or you may not be spinning, but maybe the picture will spin. Who knows? But um, it, they're supposedly be implementing some new technology uh, for these giant uh, screen-based uh, views. So, yeah, I think that's going to be pretty cool. Now, you see, I disagree on one thing about this. I think that it's going to be very easy to get into this restaurant. I do not think that there is going to be a run on reservations. The reason I'm thinking about this, if space is infinite, they have to have infinite space. <laughs> Can you do me a favor? Can you show Dave how to do a real joke? <laughs> uh, how to be boring by Dave Koch. <laughs> All right, Dave. Give me another one. Okay, well, I, this one, 
is a holdout from last year, and at best it actually was meh. And this year, it's supposedly, they're supposed to be uh, expanding upon it and improving it in many ways. Uh, one of the ways is in size. And I'm kind of looking forward to seeing what they do with the Christmas tree trail in Disney Springs this holiday season. Last year, there were about 10 small uh, six-foot Christmas trees, artificial trees that were each decorated to a theme of a Disney movie. They were nice. They were creatively done. They had the snope going, which is the artificial snow, which is actually to ruin the magic uh, bits of uh, soap suds. And I'm always wondering after that why I feel so itchy when I get out of there, because it's soap. But I kind of um, see this as a... Uh, Great potential for something really spectacular. Last year, it was cute. They had some nice pictures. I got some uh, nice shots of each individual tree, but it was way too short. And it was definitely lacking something. This was a last-minute thing that they thought of that they kind of threw up. And they did try. So hopefully now they've taken a mediocre idea and expand upon it because they have the space, and the talent to make this a really great attraction. I totally agree with that. And in pictures that I saw last year, and I saw the videos of everybody going around to each one, the first thing I thought was it did seem small. It did seem like, you know, they put some effort in. I'm not going to say there was no effort, but it wasn't really quintessential Disney effort. So I think that the idea that's going to be bigger this year, and there's going to be more trees, and it's going to be a little bit more expensive, I think does probably say at least to me right now, that it's going to be better. But we shall see. All right. Jeff, last one. What else you look forward to? Guess what, guys? Next uh, year, I'm really excited to be able to uh, ride ASS. Yes! <laughs> and uh, if you're not familiar with that, it wasn't, uh, you know, it wasn't a new tapas bar that uh, is near Dave. <laughs> It's the Alien Swirling Saucers, and that's at uh, the Hollywood Studios' new Toy Story Land. Um, they're basing this ride. Everybody's talking big time about uh, the Slinky Dog Coaster, and we're getting like daily updates on this and you, this, that, and the other. And I'm, I'm so mad on the Slinky Dog Coaster. I'm sorry, but it's, it's going to be open air coaster with not much theming. It's essentially it's going to be Seven Dwarfs Mine Coaster without like all the cool plussing of the ride, but whatever. Um, what the hidden uh, treat here might end up being the alien swirling saucers, in my opinion, because it's based off of uh, similar technology that uh, it's an old school ride system, just like uh, uh, Mater's Junkyard Jamboree over in Disney's California Adventure. But um, what that is such a cool uh, and, and, and really charismatic ride, and a lot of its charisma comes from the music and i'm excited to say that they they announced that they were going to have some specially themed music created just for this ride so I'm, i've got hope for it being kind of a, a cute and charismatic uh, experience like J mater's junkyard jamboree so you know the idea is that you're reliving the claw scene from uh, toy story um where the aliens are in the the game machine and the 
the claw comes after him. So we'll see what how how far they go with it. But I I have a lot of hope for this this ride. Well, I'm gonna say this: WDW Main Street is yelling right now at you and anybody else that dares to speak poorly on the Slinky Dog roller coaster. Because that man is looking forward to that ride so much. It is insane. And the funny thing is, all the pictures that I see, it doesn't look all that special. So, Jeff, I kind of agree with you. I'm looking barnstorm. forward to the Alien Saucer ride a little bit more. Because Slinky Dog, it, it's... I don't... I think the way you guys just said it with a large, you know, a longer version of Barnstormer might be accurate. And that might be disappointing. So, hopefully... Yeah. So we shall see, but hopefully, um, hopefully the alien saucer ride does come up big and does surprise us all. All right, Barnstormer. You know what? Here's the funny thing about Barnstormer, at least in my opinion. If it wasn't 14 seconds long and the seats were a little bigger, I think I'd really like it. But since it's not, I hate it. But anyway, uh, that Slinky Dog coaster is going to be stupidly stupid. I was just about to say. It. <laughs> All right, Dave, give me uh, your third and final thing that you are looking forward to. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, Dave, thanks for participating in tonight's show. As always, you're a peach. I sent you an email saying I was going to talk about the two Christmas things. I thought we were only going two rounds each, so those were what I prepared. I can come up with something off the top of my head, but it's not going to sound genuine, so I figured I respect my listeners enough to just be saying hey i got nothing so let's just move on he was training hard for the dopey so that he, he doesn't need to come up with three everybody so if anybody's gonna give him you know, flack for this don't you he is training hard so i'm looking forward to it i am not looking forward to the dopey right there dave no, look at that. i am looking... not because i don't know if i'm gonna finish the dopey i'm just dude you can't even just let us go with that one can you i'm being realistic Hey Dave, let me ask you a question. What's the worst thing that could happen if you don't finish the dopey? I get picked up by the van of shame. The, okay, but you're still in Disney World. This is true. Okay, so just be like, alright, maybe next year, maybe I bit off a little bit more than I do could chew. It is what it is. Don't worry about it, buddy. You're still friends with us. That's all that matters. <laughs> we'll still this love is you. true. Sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> alright. But if you don't finish, Dave, okay, you can drown your sorrows in something I am looking forward. Chosa de Margarita, which will be opening very soon. I was looking over at, um, if you guys don't follow Bio Reconstruct, you should, okay? I don't know how this guy gets all the pictures from up in the air and all this kind of stuff, but he's got pictures of everything. If you want Disney pictures, backstage pictures, up in the air pictures, over it, he's got stuff from um, Universal. He's got stuff everywhere. It's crazy. But uh, the new sign just went up uh, today, I do believe. Uh, it went out at about 4 o'clock today. Um, so today's the 22nd of October. And it's an authentic outdoor tequilaria offering handcrafted margaritas and classic Mexican cuisine. We all know our friend Rebecca soon will be in line there after she already got something in La Cava. Then she'll come out here and get something else. And then she'll probably get something somewhere else. And it's all good. But... Side note to the whole dopey thing with the margarita place, there is going to be a group of uh, friends that will uh, be out getting frozen margaritas for our running group, so to hand us over to them in Mexico so we can finish the marathon with a nice cold margarita in our hand. That's... 
We do it every year for the last couple. I finished one uh, marathon one time, double fisting. I had a bass ale in one hand from the UK, and I had a uh, frozen margarita in the other hand for my first marathon. That's awesome. Yes. <laughs> everybody find you jeff yes i'm braindead92 on twitter nice and dave at figments reality on twitter dave koch on facebook and at figments reality on instagram and you can find me at daily walt disney on twitter you can find me on facebook at patchinetti like i said before you can find all of us on twitter at the mickey dudes and you can check out blog content at the mickeydudes.com Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, I hope you enjoyed this show. See you guys later. Have a good night. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.